Hey, we know you've been waiting for Wine Wednesday. And it's finally here. Welcome to the Wine Over Matter podcast, where for some reason we have decided to overshare with y'all every week. I'm Laura. And I'm Steph. We are here to talk about everything going on in our lives, from our wellness journeys, relationships, everyday struggles, pop culture, and so much more. Happy Wine Wednesday. Happy Wine Wednesday. How's it going, Steph? It's going pretty good. How are you doing? Hanging in there. Before we get started, let's remind the peeps. This is going to be their last reminder. The last reminder you will ever hear on the podcast about our two-year anniversary. (laughs) The last one, at least, for another six Uh, months. But yeah, yeah, you guys, this Saturday... This Saturday, March 18th, Brewery X in Anaheim, we are celebrating two years of WOM at our next meetup. Um, It's so much fun. Laura, you go to Brewery X all the time. Like, kind of describe, like, the vibe to everybody, just so they have, like, an idea. It is just a massive outdoor beer garden. I wish I knew what the weather was going to be like at this given moment, because when we're recording, we're still a little over a week out, but... um. Honestly, last year we had amazing weather. Steph and I were looking back at photos and we were both wearing like sandals. Like nobody was wearing jackets. It was like a beautiful day, but it's honestly just like a great little outdoor vibe. They're always playing good music. They have a massive, massive, massive selection of beer and seltzers that are so good. They also um, have bottled like coffees and stuff or sodas and stuff for like those that are not interested in drinking but um their pizzas are also incredible it's what I think is the best pizza you can get around in Orange County and beyond I think it's the best pizza around I agree 100% specifically their pepperoni we've obsessed about their pepperoni before it's the best pepperoni ever okay but I do plan on ordering one of our pizzas this weekend is there one of their pizzas of the month is one of the, my favorites that I've ever had. And I haven't seen it be one of their specials in like a couple years. And it's their, oh chi- it's their chicky, chicky, parm, parm. Ooh. And it's like a chicken Parmesan themed pizza. Ugh. Oh, hell yeah. And we have to order one of those when we order all the pizzas. I'm and so yeah, so you guys, a couple days, go sign up. We're still running that deal. If you and a friend want to come, friend is half price. So it's $15 for the both of you. And if it's just you by yourself, it's only $10 and that gets you pizza and good times. And we just have like the best time and we hope you're going to come and join us. We are so excited to see all of you coming and we look forward to that. It's what, like three days from the day this airs? Yep. We're almost excited. I know. It's so exciting. Um, But before that, the night before we got St. Patrick's Day. We do have St. Patrick's Day and St. Patrick's Day lands on a Friday. Can you imagine if we were like 10 or 15 years younger, what a holiday this would be? I would be so excited once I realized that St. Patrick's Day was on a Friday. (laughs) (laughs) I remember like in my younger years, it was such a big deal to celebrate St. Patrick's Day. Like you either went to a bar to drink or you went to somebody's house and you like dyed your beer green and you did that whole thing. Yep. I mean, I was going to ask you what your plans are this year, but I know because I'm going to be with you and yes. not necessarily, <laughs> we're not necessarily going to be dying our beer green this year. <laughs> no, I mean, so going back to like what I, so like growing up, my mom always just made corned beef, like 
we always had like a good traditional like Irish dinner. Um, my mom still makes that to this day, but, um, and then, yeah, in my early twenties, it was all about going and going to bars, but I wasn't a beer drinker. So our drink of the night would always be Midori sours, Mm. which I don't even know if I could drink one. I haven't had one in 15 years. Um, but for what it's worth, I think it's probably way too sweet for something I would want to enjoy these days, but I don't remember the last time I did anything for St. Patrick's day. I don't either. I don't, I honestly can't even remember like as a kid, if we celebrated St. Patrick's day, I feel like no. Cause my dad is like so picky with like meats and stuff. Like, I feel like he does not like corned beef. Therefore we probably did not have like the traditional <laughs> corned beef. Yeah. Um, but I really don't remember St. Patrick's day aside from like doing little art projects in school and stuff when you're a kid until I was like in my early twenties. And then it was like, Oh, it's St. Patrick's day. Like, Oh, we are definitely like put on the green, get to the bar. Let's party. (laughs) Do you remember being a kid? Like you would not dare show up to school without green on, or you would be pinched like all day. Absolutely. No. Yeah. You must wear green. I still try to remember. I think last year I forgot. Um, cause usually I don't, but I won't even have to go into work this year. So are we wearing green on Friday? We should probably wear green on Friday just Um, to be like cute and make it fun. Okay. Yeah. So our plans have nothing. I mean, it was booked based on availability, not based on it being (laughs) St. Patrick's Day. But um, my amazing bridal party, apparently from what I understand, you guys like have divided into different uh, teams or committees, if you will. And you guys based, are based on our talents. Based on our talents. <laughs> and so you, Annie, and my friend Nicole are the accommodation committee, I guess. Yes. Annie Nicole Lissette. And oh, yeah, Lissette, I, that's right. Um, are tackling accommodations. So, like, that's kind of like the big thing you have to work. Like, we already know where we're going. Like, next is like, okay, we need to book an Airbnb that can hold all of these people together. And then once you have an Airbnb, then you can start worrying about like other things, you know? Yeah. Um, but I'm so excited to get together with you and nail down a place and do it so- over. Are we, are you guys already going to have options that you're presenting to me? Is that what's happening? Yes. So Lisette actually started like, I didn't even know you could do this. I like have an Airbnb anytime recently, but apparently on Airbnb, it's kind of like Pinterest. Like you can start like a board. board. Yeah. And so she started a board where she's like saved different houses. And then she shared it with the other, me and um, Annie and Nicole, where we can all go onto that same board and like, like different houses. And then it all shows up in one spot. So we'll yeah. have to like determine exactly how many girls are going, how many bedrooms we need or beds or whatever it is. And then kind of price range, whatever, and narrow it down to like your favorite out of like the places that we've, we've saved so far. This is so exciting. So yeah, they've, they've all asked me like how involved or not involved I want to be. And I basically just gave like a couple of my top choices of where I wanted to go. We all decided on Scottsdale. And then apparently I'm going to have a little bit of input on where we stay. But I don't know what else. I mean, they asked me questions here and there, but my type A personality is like, this is like crazy. <laughs> just letting other people do things. <laughs> I It's crazy. And it's good having so many people involved because we're all good at different things. Like, 
your both of your cousins are like very creative and artsy and good with like the decor type stuff and um, I am not so imagine if I was in charge of that it would not be cute um but I just think I think like the way that Annie decided to like divide and conquer by like asking people what they're good at and then being like cool you're good at this like you can be in charge of this or whatever and and you have like teams to do um different things like the restaurants we go to and the activities we do and like we said the Airbnb and the decor and all these different things um I feel like it's going to come together at the end so well but I am so excited um there's so many cool Airbnbs in Scottsdale insane like insane amount because I follow like once we decided that we were going to go to Scottsdale I started following like some random Scottsdale um like bachelorette type accounts and there's like some that like share different airbnbs and stuff and i'm just like some of these are so cute so i can't wait so yep we're having dinner and airbnb chat for with the accommodation committee and i guess we'll wear green and i guess we'll wear green (laughs) (laughs) all right how was your weekend or your past week i guess we haven't talked in a week on here I know. Um, weekend was good. So started on Friday. We were supposed to have um, our last piece finally after almost a year of our crate and barrel order delivered. And of course it shows up and there's a massive crack, like a 12 inch crack. Like it was like a huge crack down the wood in on the side of the dresser. And like at first, like two of the drawers wouldn't close. And Jeff was like, um, yeah, this is not like, no, thank you. Like, please take it away. What were they? Were they just like, uh, well, no, they knew like they, they agree. And so the guys are like trying to jam in the drawers because they're like trying to just jam them in so they could take it. And they jam in the drawers. And then now the drawers, all the drawers work, but they're not like the way this furniture sits is they're all supposed to be flush. And they're like all sticking out different like distances. Like they're not oh, flush geez. whatsoever. They don't. And I'm just like, no. So they, the guy was like, what Crate and Barrel will do is we can leave it here and then they'll leave it as a loner. And then when your new piece comes in, we'll just take this one away. And I was like, okay, that's fine. So, cause we'd already moved out all our old furniture, like we were like, you I was were ready like, I for it to arrive. Yeah. So I was like, I don't want to keep moving things back and forth. Like, this is so annoying. So of course I'm so annoyed. I'm like, of course, like we've been dealing with furniture for a year now. Cause this and... is not the first piece of furniture from Crate and Barrel that's arrived broken, right? No, all, all our Crate and Barrel stuff's been good. Oh, okay. So that was from somewhere else. It was, yeah. Remember before we ended up splurging on the Crate and Barrel furniture, we had found another set at Living Spaces that we liked that's and right. it arrived like looking like crap. And then that's why we returned it and sent it back. Gotcha. I remember now. Yeah. So, so they're like, somebody will be contacting you. And I'm like, wait, I'm like having kind of a busy work day. And I was like, I'm just going to read. And like, right as I like reached out to them, somebody sent me an email and then we were going back and forth and they were like, so for the inconvenience, like, well, once your piece is delivered and you accept it, we can give you like a 10% refund. Or if you want to just keep this piece, I'll give you a 20% refund. And I'm like, 
I paid way too much money for this furniture to just like accept a piece of crap one. Like, no, right. I want Why don't you just give me the 20% when you give me the one I ordered for the exactly. Cause I know all you're going to do is take this broken one and go shove it in your outlet and still sell it to someone. Right. So I was super annoyed by that. And then she was like, hopefully the new one will be in by May, May and blah, blah, blah. I'm just like, this is so ridiculous. So <laughs> um, I'm obviously, depending on how long this takes, going to try to like get even more money back. But hey, if I get it, I mean, I've waited this long. I'll wait another couple months and get some money right? back. I'm spending a lot of money this year. I'll take any, any, <laughs> any money back I can. <laughs> So that was like super frustrating. And then, um, but it all looks, it was nice to be able to finally see like all our furniture and we still don't know how we're going to lay it out. Cause it's the way we have it laid out right now. We don't love, but, um, we'll get there eventually. And then Friday, my parents had, my mom had called me early on Friday and she was like, Hey, I'd like to see you guys this weekend and stuff. So we ended up inviting them out to come out on Friday night. And we took them to this little Italian restaurant that we love by us. And it's like a whole, you feel it's, if you've been to Italy, you know how long it takes to go to a restaurant and how things are very slow and they take their time and you have to ask for your check. They don't just bring it to you. And it's exactly like it at this Italian restaurant. We were there for like three hours. Oh, how fun though. And it was nice because that's what I was like. I was like, you don't go to this restaurant like if you have other plans and you're like in a hurry, like you go here to go with like friends or family and like to spend your evening there. It is your outing for the night. There's totally. no outing afterwards. Yeah. And it's so, their food is fantastic and it's so cheap. Like, I mean, so we shared an app, we all got an entree and like, I got lobster ravioli. My mom had got, um, their um, clams and linguine. So it wasn't like just like, like we got like seafood stuff too. And then we got two desserts. Um, Jeff and I were drinking wine. We both got espressos at the end of the night. Like, and I want to like, the bill was like 160 bucks or something for the oh four. Oh my gosh. It's like so inexpensive there. And it's like all Italians at work there. It's like, I always just feel like I'm on, I'm like back in Italy a little bit. So what's the name? Um, it's called Mascarpones. Oh, I'll have to check and it out. It's not anything fancy. It's like a dingy little mom and pop spot in like this old sh- strip mall. But um, the food is always great. And but like I said, you just got to be willing to hang out Wait. and spend your evening there. <laughs> <laughs> How fun! So, but anytime we go, it's like for date night. Like it's usually like we're prepared to just hang out and enjoy the night and have some wine and just chill so did that Friday Saturday you and I went and got our hair done and then like as we were like getting our hair done I had so my hair we drive like back to my old area I used to live to get my hair done and like the area changes so much there's so many new restaurants and my hairstylist lives around there so I was like hey where because this is where my wedding's gonna be and I was like where is like some ideas of where to do a rehearsal dinner because I'm totally drawing a blank And then while she's like kind of thinking about it, you were like, oh, well, I'm going to get on Yelp and start trying to like (laughs) find ideas. So Stephanie's on Yelp and then she's like, oh, there's this brewery and like, this looks fun and like kind of has a cool, nice, like big patio and they serve like tacos and Mexican food and stuff. I guess just mostly tacos. It's not like full on Mexican food. And um, I was like, well, that looks fun. I was like, 
let's drive by it on the way like home and and check it out and so as we're like driving there I'm like well I was like I guess we might as well just have lunch here and have a beer (laughs) and see if we like it because Jeff's big on like Jeff's gonna be sold on if I say hey you want to do tacos for the rehearsal he'll be like yeah sold but (laughs) it's at a brewery he has to also like approve of the beer enjoy the beer yeah yes so I was like well let's like I know I we might enjoy it doesn't mean Jeff will but like let's see if I even want to have it there so we had lunch and some beers there and it was like I immediately was like okay I hope Jeff loves this because this is like perfect right 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 (laughs) I was like so confused (laughs) my eyes were like locked with yours too like am I supposed to say something right now (laughs) sorry well, we, me and Steph, despite her not responding, both thought it was a great location. It was so like everything about it was cool. There, I had in IP, I'm an IPA girl, so I tried their IPA and a seltzer. Both were great. Their tacos were great. It's really nice in there. Like it's just a well done brewery. Yeah, and I did. Um, I did their burrito tacos, and we shared some of their chili verde fries, which were really good. And then I did a michelada and the seltzer as well. The seltzer Honestly, was both, so good. Both were so good. So I was like, okay, I think this is like perfect. And then like we looked at the pricings and like everything was was like perfect. So then I I was like, okay, I'm gonna tell Jeff about this. I'll have to bring him back here at some point and see if he approves. So then that night we ended up going to another brewery to go hang out with some of our um our other friends and we like hung out there just for a couple hours they had like an awesome pizza food truck that was there it's called I think daily pizza it was like amazing they had like a pizza I got had like burrata and pesto drizzled on it it was like oh it was so good um so that was kind of our Saturday and then Sunday I was like hey Jeff let's just go to this brewery I want to take you I want I need to (laughs) I can't wait. I need need to know you love it now. Yes. So message some of our friends that live out there and we're like, hey, you guys want to meet for lunch? We're going to go to this brewery. So my friend Nicole and her husband, Johnny, met us up at the brewery for lunch and Jeff loved it. He he had like three different beers and he thought they were all great. Um, We had lunch. Everybody approved. Um, I didn't have any beers yesterday. I just had a glass of champagne instead. Because they have, they they were like, as soon as we got there, they're like, oh, just so you know, we have champagne and mimosas too. I was like, oh, I was like, I want champagne. So (laughs) I did a glass of champagne instead, but um, nothing like champagne and tacos. Oh yeah. (laughs) Um, So Jeff was like, yep, I'm down. Like this seems perfect. Cause it has like a great, so if you reserve the space, you get like their outdoor patio and their outdoor patio is like super cute. If it happens to be a little chilly, they have a huge like fire pit ring and they had heaters out there. Like, I think it's honestly perfect. It was perfect. The only downfall is, so then I email them and I'm like, hey, want to have my rehearsal dinner? Here's the date, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, great, we're available. Um, however, on Friday nights, it's $10 extra per person. So Ridiculous. what felt like kind of a deal like now is $10. So if we have 35, 40 people, that's another 350 to 400 bucks that you're getting nothing for. And they should know, like, you're going to get that 
anyways, like with every, everything and that people buy to drink and stuff. And that's like what I want to tell them. them. So do you think I should negotiate? I'm like going to try, obviously. I, I totally would. I would totally negotiate. Um, I'm trying just, to think of like exactly what to say. I, like I would basically just say like we have 30 to 40 adults that are going to be there. Like yeah. on top of what I'm already paying for people's beers and stuff. Like these are, these are people, these are beer going these, people. I was like, just going to say these are, I am bringing you a lot of craft beer drinkers. Yeah, We are celebrating they're going to be wanting to drink. Like you're not going to be, cause I know their concern is like, Hey, it's a Friday night. We could be making money. It's like, don't you, you worry. Like, don't you worry. Yes. <laughs> we will be bringing in the money. Like that's not going to be a problem. <laughs> and maybe even negotiate like, okay, so I don't know how they would do this, but we've like at the wine bar that we had our meetup, like we had a minimum we had to hit. And if the minimum wasn't hit, wasn't hit, we were going to have to pay the rest of that minimum. Like maybe you can even negotiate something like that. So if it's going to be a $400 minimum. Yeah. And if we, if we, for whatever reason, don't hit the 400 bucks, like, okay, then we'll pay like the remaining amount. But like, I like that idea. That's a good idea. Maybe I'll try that. I'll talk to Jeff. I'll see what he thinks too. But I'm just like, I don't, I don't want to throw another three to 400 bucks out there just for nothing. Well, and always negotiate, don't negotiate that first. Negotiate not having to pay it at all first. Yes, and I then, agree with that. And yeah, no, you're, it. that's a good point. Like stick with just being like, hey, anyway, we can just like not do that because that's ridiculous. Exactly. Um, I mean, I get, like I said, I get it. It's a Friday night, but I just, I think we're we'll be able to definitely make, help them make their money. We're not just like, like you said, it's not like we're bringing a bunch of kids. Like it's all besides Charlotte and Harrison, it's all adults that will be there. Exactly. Like, so they will make their money. Exactly. So, um, yeah. So overall, after that, we, um, headed back home. We ended up doing kind of our weekly hang. We went out with Brian and Annie and the kids for dinner, um, and just hung out with them for a little bit. And then, Made sure I got home in time to watch Little Last of Us before oh, heading to I bed. still haven't watched it yet. And I'm Ugh. really hoping Jordan hasn't watched it either. I can't believe you didn't ask him. I would have been like, I'm going to watch without you. I honestly just remembered. Like, I honestly forgot about it last night. So oh I just remembered now that you said that. So I need to text him when we're done and make sure he did not watch it without me. And actually, by the time this airs, it'll be it's over. It'll be over. I know. Yeah. That makes me so sad. Because the finale is this weekend, and I'm not ready. No, it went by last night's episode was really good. Every I say that every week. It's such a freaking fantastic show. I can't wait to talk to you after you watch it. So good. Um, but what about you? How has your last week been? My last week was good. So Jordan was out of town all week, so it was really nice to just like have my own time and um Blair Morgan Wallen when the album came out <laughs> and I ordered like take out a couple nights which I don't usually do on one week nights and watched you know a couple of my shows that he doesn't normally like it was just a really nice week like kind of to myself for the most part um and then dinner and drinks on Friday night with one of my friends um it was kind of last minute we had talked about it a while ago I was like hey Jordan's gonna be out of town do you want to come by and see my new place? She hasn't been over yet. And then we can go grab dinner. And she kind of left it up in the air and I had forgotten about it. Well, she texted me that day and was like, Hey, are we still hanging out? I was like, Oh, I kind of thought you left it up in the air, but sure. Like, yes, come over. So she came over, we went to dinner. That was fun to see her. Um, And then like Laura mentioned, we did our hair. 
we went to the brewery, um, the possible rehearsal dinner brewery that we were just talking about. So yes. that was a blast. Um, and then we started, oh, I started. So during the Mahara appointment, all we were talking about was the Vanderpump Rules drama, which we'll get into later in this episode. Um, but Laura and our hair girl, Rachel, are both like Vanderpump Rules Bravo obsessed. So they like, day could one. not wait to see each other and talk about this. And I was so invested reading everything on the internet, even though I hadn't seen the show. Can I, can I pause you real quick? Yeah. Did you know, cause I'm remembering this now. I mean, I've been watching since day one and I've never really gone back and like rewatched from the very beginning, except when I've caught reruns of stuff here and there. But when you, I remember how season one, episode one started was the like Sheena, the story about Sheena um, and her affair that she had with Brandy Glanville's husband yes did you know that like did you know that story did you I know did, her at all because I for a while I was like totally following all the Brandy Glan because I loved Leanne Rhymes. like I've always loved Leanne Rhymes. Oh, so we, as really... we know from an episode probably 100 episodes ago is Stephanie and Rhymes were friends for a little bit you guys well, we were friends for a little bit and so I totally followed any Brandy Glanville Leanne Rhymes drama, which also included the Sheena drama because he hooked up with her too. Yeah. Um, and so actually in one of the episodes, because I'm done with season one now, except for the reunion. I have to watch, I still finish the reunion. Um, and in one of the season one episodes, like there is a conversation between Sheena and Brandy. And I was like, ooh. Yeah, because they, the way they did it when it aired was, because I've watched also Real Housewives of Beverly Hills from the beginning, is the way they got you to watch Vanderpump Rules, I remember was that it aired after, like when it premiered, it was following Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And I remember like in the episode of Beverly Hills, it was like Brandy, I don't remember fully how it went, but it was like her going to Vanderpump or Sir to like, approach Sheena or something and then it was like they meshed it so it like led directly into Vanderpump Rules which was genius on Bravo's part because if you were watching Beverly Hills there was no way you weren't going to watch that now because it was basically a continuation of the episode and that's what made me watch it and then I've never missed an episode since (laughs) so good so started that um and like we said we'll talk about the drama more in the episode yes. but I was very proud of myself I don't ever watch this much tv and I was so hooked I watched so I started with episode or season 10 which is the latest season because I wanted to be like fresher on what's like going on now since I'm following all the drama and so I caught up on season 10 and then went all the way back to season one watched the entire season one Amazing. And then I just have to do the reunion and then start like the next seasons. And I'm like, it's going to be harder to do because Jordan's going to be home. He comes home tomorrow. I'm going to be like going to bed at like six every night so I can watch. <laughs> so you can go to bed. Oh, I'm going to bed. And then you just go lay in bed and watch. <laughs> um, But I really do like it. Like this is one where I'm like, man, why did I not start this sooner? It's so good. I um, love that you're into it. It so like good. made me so happy. <laughs> and it's so funny. I can't even tell you how many people have DM'd me on Instagram. Like, oh, what I would do to be watching, like what I would give to just be starting the show and to have <laughs> 10 seasons of like, cause I was like, oh, well you can go back and watch it too. And they were like, no, it's like what I would do to like first time watch all 10 seasons again. Um, So I feel very lucky in that sense. Cause I got that comment multiple times. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And then Sunday was nice. I um, woke up really early that morning. And so I just got up and got my errands done early. Um, I love getting to like Target, Trader Joe's, wherever I go, like super freaking early when you don't have to see a lot of people like humans on a Sunday. No, thank you. And then came home, did my laundry and everything. And I just wanted to get everything done, any leaving the house stuff done so I could just be home all day. And that's what I did. And I continued to watch Vanderpump. I was going to say, watch more Vanderpump. <laughs> um, but it was a really, ni- a really nice weekend. Um, the perfect like balance of just being lazy at home and enjoying my my time to myself and getting to see friends and and being productive. So it was a good weekend. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I have a question Okay. about organization and to-do lists. Are you okay. a to-do list girl? Oh yeah. hundred percent. Love it. Like, I don't know how I would function without a to-do list, like on any given day. Yes. I have them on, I have them ongoing. I start one like, yeah, I have them for everything. So are you like a pencil to paper girl? Like you need to write it down or do you use a calendar on your phone or a planner? What do you do? Oh, I was, um, okay. Well, let me, I'll tell you how I organize my entire life and it honestly works really well for me and Jeff. So like I have my Google calendar with Jeff. It's a shared calendar. We have anything he has going on. He adds to it. I have going on, I add to it. And then obviously anything for both of us makes it easy. So he can, somebody says, Hey, are you free this? He can look right away and know if we have plans or not, and he can make plans. Um, so we have that. And then I have another Google calendar that's for wine over matter stuff, which that helps us do our social media and everything. And that I put little reminders for other stuff for me on there. And then I do a whiteboard in my office that I have like a work to do of my projects that I'm currently working on. But then like my big personal daddy is my paper planner. I've shared before. I think it was a flavor of the week once I currently have the last couple of years have been using plum paper. Um, and basically it's like every week is a two page spread. And on Friday, like as I'm wrapping up my work day, I like go into the following week. I make sure like everything's plugged in for anything I have going on. So on the right hand side is like basically your box for every day, like your Monday through Sunday. And I put everything in there. And then on the left hand side, I have like three like separate to-do list boxes. One is for WOM, one is for personal and one is for work. And so I add everything on there that I know I'm going to have to do because some of them are repeat stuff like edit this week's episode, social media for this week, like things like that. And then I start like looking at what projects I have for work. And then so that when I come Monday, like I already have my to-do list started. And then I, of course, am adding stuff to it all week. But it like going into my week, like feeling freshly organized is like the best feeling. The best feeling. So your planner, though, like it stays in your office, right? Like you don't like throw it in your purse and take it. No, I used to like that was definitely something I used to do before um, 
I kept an active like calendar on my phone. I like didn't get good about a phone calendar until about four or five years ago. So this is more just so I can have something at my desk with me every day. And so it's basically, I only use it Monday through Friday, but it, it's like how I keep my life sane for the week. Well, you sound very organized. I feel like I, (laughs) I feel like I'm organized enough. Like I get everything done and don't forget things and have it written. But I just feel like I could have better ways of organization because it's kind of messy. Like I basically just use like the calendar on my iPhone for everything. Like any, and I'm not just talking appointments and people's birthdays. I'm talking, don't forget to do laundry this day. This show's on tonight. (laughs) text Laura this at this time like everything like my calendar on my phone I should just take a screenshot sometime it's obnoxious and that is exactly how my calendar is at work too I use my Outlook calendar yeah not as a calendar I use it for reminders even though Outlook has a reminders or like a to-do list task section yeah no it all goes on my calendar because I love deleting it off my calendar when it's done so you don't do use the reminder app on your iPhone no Okay. Because the nice thing with the reminder app, I don't use it that much, but I do use it because I like you can have it like set off like pop up reminders and alarms and stuff that you can link to it. Um, I I just feel like there's like better tools that I could be using, but like it's so hard when you have a way that just like works. It's like, well, it's probably not like the most like the best way out there. Like they've probably created way better options on both Outlook and the iPhone for what I need to do, but it just like works for me. Uh Um, And then I sometimes double too. Like, so I have this obnoxious day, like, let's just say it's Tuesday tomorrow. Right. And I have all these things in my um, calendar of like to do things to do. I will still wake up tomorrow morning and open the note section of my app and take what's on my calendar and put them on a to-do list in my note section, but then I order them, right? Because they're not in order on my calendar. Uh-huh. And then I go and I like plug them into an order. So I like kind of have an idea of like how my, like how I'm going to get it so done. You're basically scheduling your day. Yes. And it like works for me. Like, I feel like it doesn't make sense. Like anybody that I told this to, like if I went on a podcast to like tell my organization skills, like they would be like, yeah, never going to do it that way. Thanks. You know? Like, Yeah. I really think, I really think you should be utilizing the reminder app because I feel like you'd be doing both things like together. It drives Jordan like crazy. Like he's like, why? Like, cause okay. So I will. Because then like the ones that are like every day you could just like uncheck and it'd be back up there. Like, I feel like you would, it would just like be automatic for every day for things that you want to be there. should try that at some point. (laughs) Just makes me nervous to switch. But it's funny because we've um, taken like kind of a cue from you and Jeff of like not a shared calendar. Like we haven't like created a calendar that that's shared, but there's certain things like if I make plans with you, right? Like I'm going to see you on St. Patrick's day. I go put it on my calendar and then I send an invitation to him so that he knows like I have plans that day. So we probably don't do it the most efficient way. Yeah, no, you're doing it. Basically what happened was it was, it started early on with us dating where he just shared his calendar with me so I could see his stuff. 
So he didn't have to invite the stuff to me to see on my calendar. I could just go on his calendar whenever I wanted and see what he's up to. But then um, it turned into then like, he'd be like, we'd make plans and he'd be like, oh, add it to my calendar. And then it turned into his calendar is just our calendar now. So his calendar is technically like what our shared calendar is. See, Jordan would probably never want access to my calendar because it's so annoying. (laughs) Well, that's why I think you should just, you guys just edit and add to his calendar. And that's the one you do as like your shared calendar. And then you still have your calendar to be your chaos. That's actually a really good idea because it does help. Like it does help him know, like he knows what days I go into the office. I go into the office Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, but occasionally I'll have to go in like a Thursday or a Friday and so when I know I have to, like, I'll throw that on the calendar. Yep, so he knows, I do like, the oh, same. She's, you know, she's not home this Thursday or whatever. Yeah, days that aren't my norm, I add to the calendar. So Jeff knows, like, I'll be out more that week or whatever. Yes. But I honestly just, like, I don't know. And it's funny because you hear, like, people say things like, I would never remember to do anything if I didn't write it down or whatever. And it's, mm-hmm. it's so true. And that doesn't necessarily mean like pencil to paper, write it down. But like, I would not remember just like, I mean, of course I know I have to do my laundry, right? Like everybody knows they have to do their laundry, but if I didn't put it on a certain day, like I might forget to do it that day. And then I have plans the next three days and now my laundry is not getting done. So like, if I don't schedule those kind of things into my life as well, like, I don't get things done. And I also just get there. I get so much satisfaction, like so much satisfaction from crossing things off a to-do oh, list. Oh, me too. Like well, better then... than sex. There's almost nothing better in the world <laughs> than crossing something off a to-do list. Yeah. And I don't think, I mean, it seems so old school, but I still don't ever see me not doing the pen to paper thing. Um, Cause I also love, I have my flare pens that I use so I color coordinate also like everything's a different color for different things and I know what each color represents I just oh I love love being I love I feel like my week starts off so much better if I just make sure I'm organized so I'm very curious what everybody else's tips are as far as organization because I'm gonna guess most people's are similar to ours like they either use their phone calendar or their to-do list or whatever in their phone. But like, if you have some really good tips on how you stay organized or create your to-do list or something like that, like let's put a story, let's put a question box up in our stories and have people um, give us their tips because I am all about organization and to-do lists. I would love to like, not only their tips, but like if they also have like maybe an account on Instagram that they love to follow. Ooh, I would love that. But um, yeah, before we get into our next topic, though, can I just say I am loving your sweatshirt you're wearing, Steph. Oh, waiting for one Wednesday. I have lived. So I bought, if you guys didn't hear, in our bonus episode, we announced we have merch, official wine merch. It's been two years in the making. We have it. Um, crew neck pullover hoodie sweatshirt and t-shirt in three different colors I bought the crew neck in black and white and it arrived Friday night I wore it for the first time Saturday and I haven't taken it off so <laughs> like I, I love it. it and I I have not worn mine yet I got um 
crewnecks and I also got a shirt. I'm still waiting. I want my size to come back in on that indigo sweatshirt so bad. Same. I think it's so cute. Steph got a white sweatshirt. I think the white, I mean, I love black because I love black, but I think the white's cuter. The white is very like, it reminds me of like Barbie girl kind of. Yeah, I love it. With the pink, so cute. Yeah, we tried to honestly make them like, honestly, like as close to at cost as possible because we really just wanted you guys to have merch. So we tried to make them as affordable as possible. I'll have a link in this description. We have the link in our bio on Instagram. Sorry, I just saw Steph's, I've been staring at Steph's sweatshirt (laughs) and I was like, you know what? This is a good time for me to plug the merch. Yes, love it. Get yourself some. Yes. Do you have any wellness updates for us though? So not very many, but I'll give you the ones I do. Um, so a, I've not been very consistent with tracking the last couple weeks. Like, I don't know if you get, get like this too. Like when you're tracking calories or whatever, like you'll be so on it. And then you'll almost get to a point where you're just like, tracking is just so much extra work. Like it's so much, so many unnecessary steps to actually like physically put it in the tracker. And like, I'm doing pretty good. So I really don't need to, but like when you make that decision not to put it in the tracker, like you kind of just spiral easier too. So that's kind of happened to me. And so I was talking to her about my struggles, which have especially been on the weekends. Like I, when I first started working with her, was very good about like balance on my weekends, good about like not depriving myself and going out to dinner and having drinks and stuff, but also tracking and really thinking about what I'm eating at the meals that aren't those and everything. And I've just been like, I'm having like this, it's the weekend attitude and like, it's doing me no favors as far as yeah like my goals. So that's frustrating. So I fully kicked into gear today, tracked absolutely everything I ate brought my lunch to work, brought my breakfast to work, all the things. Um, and hopefully like that continue it's Monday. So it's been one day, but hopefully it continues through the week and the weekend because I just like, I'm so invested, like I'm invested in my, in my own health and my own self, but like, I've also invested like monetary, like with money, you know? And I'm just like, I don't like, I want to do this. Like I want to keep progressing and not just like forget about it on the weekends or like summer's right around the corner. Like I don't want summer to come and be like, well, I'm going to be at the pool with seltzers every single weekend. So I guess my goals don't matter anymore. Like I really want to have more discipline than that. And then a knee update. So my knee, I wrote my Instagram stories a week or two ago about how like, I felt like my knee was like 85 to 90% better. And it really does feel like that most times, like it doesn't hurt now. It doesn't hurt when I walk. It doesn't hurt doing most things I can work out and everything. Um, but there's just like, it's so tight and so limited in mobility when I, when I try to bend it, that it drives me crazy and it's very, very painful. So last Friday I went to go unplug an outlet. So I crouched down, like I bent down. So my knees were fully bent and I'm like, Oh fuck. Like it hurts so bad. And I physically could not stand up. Like I had to like roll over on my butt and then roll over on my other knee and then like grab a table. (laughs) And that's not normal. Like I feel like it's not getting better and it's just frustrating. And so I um, tried to see if they had like a doctor's appointment that day and they had a phone appointment. And I'm like, well, I already know they're not going to like tell me what's wrong over the phone. Yeah, it's a knee. Like, what are you going to tell me? (laughs) Exactly. And so I talked to her and I was like describing everything. And she was basically just like, well, it doesn't sound good. 
And she's like, it, it is concerning, like what you're describing. Um, and so she she was saying that her concern is a meniscal tear, I think she called it. Uh-huh. Um, and so I'm like, wonderful. Like, I hope it's not that because it's literally only that one movement that hurts. Like nothing else hurts. Yeah. So she scheduled me an office visit for this coming Friday. So I will go to the, an actual doctor this coming Friday. Although the insurance I have, like, there's nothing they're going to do right then and there. They're not going to x-ray me. They're not going to do anything like that. Basically, if it's determined that I need an MRI, I have to get refer- referred to an ortho and then do all that. So I'm really hoping it doesn't get to that point. Um, she also ordered physical therapy already, which I can schedule now, but I'm trying to hold off until Friday to see, like, I just want to make sure like all these things are needed, you know, like I don't yeah. want to do things that aren't needed. Um, but ultimately it's just, it's super frustrating that like, I feel a hundred percent doing almost everything except for that. And I'm just like, do you feel nothing when you're walking, nothing. Absolutely nothing. It's totally fine walking. Even like I've started doing um, not weighted squats, but I've started doing like a few squats in the gym again. That doesn't hurt because my knee's not fully bent. It's like when it's fully bent, like if you if you go down on your knees and you like sit on your knees like a little kid uh-huh. or something, it's so painful. And even today I was walking back into my office from my car at lunch and I was like, oh, shoot, my shoes untied. And so I... <laughs> I like got down on the ground to tie my shoe and like could not stand up. Like I was like right outside my building, like, oh my. And I'm like, that's not normal for me. I've never had issues with my knee. I feel like it's been four, at least four weeks now. Yeah. And so I, I am concerned. I'm going to go get it checked out. I really hope it's nothing. I hope it's just, you know, maybe they can tell me like, oh, do these exercises. It's just tight from the injury or whatever. And these exercises will help loosen it. Like I'm hoping it's just that and it's nothing more, but. But a tight, that doesn't sound like a tight muscle though. I don't know. I'm glad you're going to get it checked out as somebody who hurt her knee last May and didn't get it checked out. And then literally couldn't get, I still bothers me to get on that knee, but it doesn't like, it doesn't hurt, but it was like, like literally same thing. Like I'd forget, go to get on that knee. And then I'd be like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, like, I uh, cannot get up. <laughs> it's like the worst. I remember yeah. when you were going through that too. And I'm like, now I fully get it. Like, yeah. fully get it. But anyways, I think you have more exciting updates than I do. So let's, let's hear it. I mean, not really. Last week was a really busy get shit checked off the list for my surgery. Um, I had four different appointments last week. So they basically... Uh, gave me like the list of the things I had to accomplish for it to get sent back to my insurance. And, um, I was able to get all four scheduled last week. So Tuesday night, I went to a support group was basically like, um, I don't know. It was like an AA class, but for people who have weight loss surgery, I don't know. Cause it was a mix of people in the pre-op stage and then people who've already had surgery. I mean, there was one woman in there that I think she had her surgery in 2006. Oh, and wow. she, she says she goes to a minimum of 10 support groups a week. Why? She goes one every day. I mean, I guess like think of it as like if food was like a real addiction to her, maybe it's like her AA. Like she just feels like she needs to go to these support groups all the time. I don't 
feel like I get much out of them, but I, and I mean, this is just my personality. I don't have good patience and stuff. And I just found myself <laughs> getting like annoyed half the time, but I just didn't, I don't get, I didn't feel like I got a lot out of it, but neither here nor there support group check. I only had to do one of those. And then on Wednesday I had two appointments. First one was something called like a new patient orientation, which basically they just talked about all of the surgery options again and like everything about the surgeries, which I feel like I've had like that done in like two other different classes. So I'm like, (laughs) heard all this before. Okay, check. And then after that, on Wednesday, I had the post-op nutrition class. This one, they had a dietitian who basically went through like everything when it comes to nutrition for your like days leading up to the surgery through like the first few months, basically on like the different stages and what you can have, can't have, what you should be doing, shouldn't be doing things like that. Um, that was actually a helpful class. Um, and then Thursday was my psych eval. Um, basically there was, they set me up with a psychiatrist. I had to do a huge survey before the appointment. They said to like, it would take an hour and a half to two hours. I honestly think it took me maybe like 45 minutes, but it was just basically asking me anything and everything about my life, like my history with like food and my relationships with like significant others and my parents and how was my childhood and are my parents still married and have I had sexual abuse? Like, do I abuse alcohol or drugs? Like, have I ever been physically abused? Like, honestly, asking anything and everything that can contribute to you being the person that you are, I guess. And I even told the psychiatrist this, I was like, honestly, taking that survey, like, made me feel very, like, fortunate and very blessed, like, that I've lived the life I live because I was able to say no to, like, just about everything. Like, it, like, kind of puts it into perspective. I'm like, oh, my God, these are all these things that people go through. And I was able to say, like, nope, I'm, like, I haven't had to go through any of this. So um, it was supposed to be, like, a 45-minute psych eval it was like 15 20 minutes I was like so glad I had to pay 250 bucks for this oh my god <laughs> um but uh and he I kind of felt like he was really nice I don't know he sounded Irish or Scott I don't know he had some like European accent and kind of felt he like had told me like early on in our combo like we had a fun conversation he was really cool but he had told me he was um a whole foods plant-based vegan something he like had a whole like spiel of what he said he was <laughs> and I felt like he was kind of trying to push that on me and I was like sorry I'm not about that life but thank you <laughs> for sharing I like um, I like meat and he honestly just he straight up said like he's like my concern with you is just how much like you love to make like food and going out and like drinking and stuff like part of your life and how that's like because he was asking me like well what do you guys do on weekends and I like and I was like thinking about it. and then like I look at this last weekend and I was like hey Friday night went to dinner with my parents like and not that I'm not gonna be able to go to dinner like that's not true but it's like I went to two breweries Saturday I went to one brewery Sunday like it was just it definitely is like a part of my life and I know that a lot of changes will be made with that but um so what happens from here like what's next so so basically after the psych eval that was the last thing on my checklist so I sent it to the girl who's like hasn't been very responsive since day one this is the one I've had to call (laughs) and call and call um to even get this much information 
And basically her, so I emailed her Thursday night and I was like, Hey, I did my psych about everything is on the list. He said he'd be sending everything over this evening. So you should have that. Um, so I think I'm ready to go. And I just got like a, we're very behind. I'm very busy, but I'll get to it and we'll be sending it like, so I'll be in touch kind of thing. And I'm like, so I'm giving, like, I'm already going to start bugging her tomorrow. Like I, I want to be so annoying that she wants nothing more than to get my shit off her plate. (laughs) Like final schedule you. So because so basically all she has to do is like, I don't know. I say all she has to do. I have no <laughs> clue what she has to do. But I know that part of it is she completes my packet, sends it back to insurance. And then insurance is like, yep, she's good to go. She met all the criteria. Then they send that to my surgeon's office. And then they will be in touch with me to schedule my surgery date finally. And then schedule all my pre-op stuff, like my EKG blood work, stuff like that. So is it feeling like more real yet? Or are you still feeling like, oh, just more things to check off the list? Yeah, until I get a surgery date. I think that's when it'll like start hitting me. Yeah. Because I feel like at this moment in time, I was like, it could be in four weeks. It could be in three months. Like I literally like- Have no idea. Because I'm playing so much of the waiting game. I just don't know. Yeah. Well, definitely have gotten through- a lot of things speaking of to-do lists um very very recently so I just feel like it's like pedal to the metal lately with this and it went from like you know in the beginning you were like up six weeks of classes or months actually it was months of classes you thought you needed and now it's just like full-blown speed ahead like doing it so I'm trying I just wish it was like all in my court to get things done like relying on other people always sucks and it was was so funny I was talking to some uh one of our friends and I was just um I don't I think I don't remember if it was in regards to my surgery or crate and barrel or what but it's all the same where it's like why do I feel like I'm always following up with people why is nobody ever following up with me (laughs) it's so true story of life story of life yeah so um is there trouble in paradise stuff yeah, so I forgot to tell you guys, Jordan and I are having issues. And <laughs> okay, so I did an Instagram question box last week, and somebody asked if there it was like, are you and Jordan having issues, or is everything okay with you and Jordan because you haven't shown him lately and you've been posting cryptic songs? And I was like, wait, what? I was like. I probably haven't posted him in like four days and yeah. that's because he's out of town in another state visiting his parents and there's literally nothing to read into about the cryptic songs. I just am obsessed with those songs. Like, <laughs> And Laura was like dying. She messaged me and she was like, that's hilarious. And then it was funny because the next day, like I did kind of feel like, oh, is this what people think? Like, like is it just this whatever song you choose is like based on your yes the the next day I did better together by um what's his name Jack Johnson Jack Johnson and Laura was like oh is this to show everybody that everything (laughs) yeah I was like nice romantic song (laughs) it's just so funny I'm like it's funny how people read into things but also how funny like somebody's willing to like say something like so soon too like oh I haven't seen his face on your like it's my Instagram like yeah I don't know I just thought it was funny and it's people I guess people just get used to like seeing glimpses of him sure. or seeing like us at dinner together so like I I kind of get it and I kind of don't but I think it's just a good reminder like as funny as it was like it's a good reminder that Instagram is just a glimpse into somebody's life 
So you're never seeing the whole thing. People only show you what they want to show you. And even on the days where like, I show more than I would on another day or Laura shows like, you're still not seeing everything. Like even though we're choosing to show you more on a certain day or we're doing something cool. So we're showing more like you still are missing so much. Um, So just a reminder when you're following anyone that you're not ever seeing the whole story. Yeah. But just had to share that because that was pretty, pretty funny. And I I just don't think I would ever ask somebody if there was trouble in paradise because I didn't see their boyfriend in four days. (laughs) No, you'd have to be like, like, I felt like we had a, no, I don't even know if I felt like we were friends. I would ask unless we were like good friends. I don't know. I mean, if I was, like, listening to those songs on my story, like, crying or something, like, then okay, (laughs) like, maybe be concerned. But, like, everybody, like, you, Jordan, everybody knows, like, I just get freaking stuck on certain songs, and I am stuck on those songs. Like, those are my jams right now. But anyways, I know we talked a little bit earlier about, like, the rehearsal dinner and everything, but did you have any more wedding updates? Um, not too much, so I'll keep this quick. Um, as of this weekend all big vendors are booked. Um, we signed our contract with this weekend for a DJ. Like I think of all vendors, DJs were the one that I reached out to the most. I had to have contacted 50 DJs. Like, Oh my God. And then there's ones that don't respond to you or they all like, and I mean, I'm not trying to like stereotype DJs, but like <laughs> whatever that means, but they all just seem so like flaky and just like, I don't like, they just kind of have this, like, say whatever you want to hear. Like, yes. I don't know. I just got like, and you're bad. like, are you even going to show up that day? Like, I'm so honestly, and some of them were like, oh, I don't take a deposit or do contracts and stuff. And I'm like, no, I want to do a deposit in a contract. Yeah, I like, I want to sue you if you don't show up. Yeah, I want to have like a feeling that you're going to be there. And not just like bail for better plans that weekend. So um, I, this guy, I, so I'm part of a fa- uh, wedding group on Facebook and I got like so many recommendations for different vendors and stuff through there. And this was one that I saw that was referred for a DJ. And cause this was the other thing, like I'd reach out to DJs and like, you'd be like, oh, do you do weddings? And they're like, yeah, I'll do weddings. But then I'd like go to their Instagram and I like see all they do is like parties and clubs and stuff. And I'm like, are you just saying you do weddings? Like, yeah, I'll DJ a wedding. Or like, do you actually have experience doing weddings? Cause I think like being an MC and the timeline of a wedding is very different than just like showing up to a party and like DJing. Yes. So it was just very much like feeling comfortable with like the answer. And this guy from day one, like was super responsive on his Instagram. You could tell this guy has been doing weddings forever, like every week. And I just immediately had a good vibe. He landed right in my price range. And I was like, done. Finally. I'm so glad to get that off my list. So yeah. So now it's like all big vendors are booked. So now it's just like onto like the little things to execute, I guess, everything. Um, So like I have some small rental stuff I need to still work out and everything. But as far as like the food and alcohol and DJ and um flowers and coordinator and all that stuff like pretty much done um like I took you to the venue because that's nearby where we were on Saturday when we got our hair done so I was like I wanted to just drive because I'm like so because they're my venue is really bad about social media 
There is just not a lot of good stuff out there about it. And I feel like you have to see it to appreciate it. It was awesome. Like she showed me exactly like what's going to go where and where the tables are and where the ceremony is going to be. And I'm like, oh my God, this is going to be so awesome. Yeah. I think it's just, you have to see it to appreciate it. And so I was really excited to finally get to take like one of my bridesmaids there. So so excited. It was fun. And then, as I said, I think we found our rehearsal dinner space. So that was kind of exciting. Hopefully that'll work out. And then um, other than that, I feel like, oh my God, I have been getting like bombarded with people, not bombarded, but like the topic all the time is like, is Penny going to be at the wedding? And like people trying (laughs) to help me figure out the logistics of getting Penny to and from the wedding. Like so many (laughs) people have offered to like, after the ceremony, I'll take or I'll drop her off wherever. And like so many people. And I'm just like, and then like, even when you guys were over, I think it was two weekends ago. Like I had mentioned to Jordan that I might want him to pick up our donuts, like on the wedding day to bring to the venue. And like, even asking that, like, I don't know, I'm just really struggling with like asking people to do things to help for the wedding because I get it. Like, I feel like I would be the same way, but I think there's a difference between, first of all, like, know who you're asking. Like, you have to, like, not, you have to just know who you're asking and whether or not that person, you know, if you're comfortable asking that person. But secondly, like, asking people to help you with tasks are one thing. Like, asking people to, like, be your florist for you when they're not a florist. Or DJ your wedding when they've never DJed in their life. 100%. That is true. I know like one of the number one things like I always see on wedding blogs and like just anywhere is just like basically like don't ask your guests to like do things like but I think that's like you said like that means like at the like don't give them a job at the wedding more than anything like don't be telling them like, Hey, can you be in charge of the iPad iPod and like making sure like the songs are playing. And like you said, like, so, I mean, I obviously, I know Jordan is more like, if I say, Hey, Jordan, can you pick these donuts up at two o'clock and drop them off? Like, I know he'll do that. Um, but I'm just really, really having a hard time asking people to help. (laughs) It's hard. And it, and it is that weird balance between like, you need help. So you have, and the people that are close to you want to help. Like the people that you're really good friends with, and you've been there for their, to help them with their stuff. Like those people want to help. Like, you know, who to go to and ask for help because they've been there for you before and who like, it's kind of like weird to ask for help from. Um, But I do think like there is a balance at, at weddings of like, a wedding is a huge thing. You need help. You can't do everything on your own, especially the day of. Um, but you want guests to feel like guests too. Like you don't want yeah. a guest to feel like like they're there for a job and not exactly. to be a guest. So exactly. I totally get it. But I would say if people are offering to help with things, definitely take them up on it because all those little tasks are only going to help you. I know. You don't want to be picking up donuts, the penny one like, is just big though. That's the one where I just can't figure out what I want to do. So, and I get it. Cause then you're going to be like, okay, did she make it safe to wherever she's going? Like the, the doggy daycare, or the kennel afterwards or whatever. Like yeah. I, I get it. I think the idea of it's cute, but I think the 
the execution of how it's going to happen is is um a lot. yeah i think it might end up just being kind of a game time decision like come october be like okay this looks like it might make sense or this doesn't and it's not worth me thinking about exactly and either either way it'll work out yeah so um i hope that by us bringing up some little bit of pop culture, even though this isn't airing for a week, hopefully <laughs> we're good because I can't let us record and not talk a little bit about some VPR drama. OMG. Like I, when this broke, okay, so I made the joke. So when HR at my work sends out like emails that they know people might have a lot of questions about or whatever like they wait until like 4 59 on a friday to send it so that everybody has time to cool off over the weekend <laughs> and we can't ask questions until monday after we've cooled off and i literally feel like this drama hit the same way it was like right at the end of the work day on friday boom we're hit with like vanderpump rules drama and now we just have to go into the weekend with this. Like now we have to like simmer all weekend and just obsess. Yeah. Like I've never been on my phone more than this weekend and trying to follow everything and freaking learn who all these people are because I don't watch the show. <laughs> I am just very, very thankful that, I mean, first of all, I'm just so proud. I have tried to get you to watch so much stuff for so long the last few years. And this is like the first one that you've like, really done and it took a huge scandal to get you there but I'm here for it I have been fully invested the last four days and while we're recording this is um a late breaking from TMZ um oh geez sorry um (laughs) apparently Tom Sandoval late night visit at Raquel's pad amid cheating scandal and and this is like a photo well I hope this isn't like old but I didn't see this but it was apparently on Saturday night but like you seriously can't stay like all of this just came out in the last 24 hours and you're still gonna be like caught by the paps like idiot I love this like at first before I started really deep diving I was like there's no way this isn't like scripted drama like there's no way the fact of like how all the cast members were chiming in I was like this has to be fake and then the more that I like deep dived the more I was like oh this is not fake like this is very real drama um I love this comment on this TMZ post and somebody said what is Joe Biden's plan to stop Tom Sandoval <laughs> oh my god but, I seriously it's it's a lot and then even with his apology so he like his apology wrote, was the worst he didn't apologize to Ariana at all he he no. basically was like oh crap my business is getting destroyed the restaurant I am part owner of is getting destroyed on social media and Yelp yeah. and everything yeah. and my actions are killing my business and my source of income so I'm sorry for that like yeah. you're not sorry to your girlfriend of like nine years that you just no. cheated on with like a I know friend and, oh I can't yeah his apology was absolute garbage and yeah it was the worst Uh, so crazy but you know who's probably very very happy that the drama's off or the eyes are off them through all this Vanderpump Rules drama who um Selena Gomez and Hailey Bieber okay I'm gonna be honest I don't fully know what like all the drama how that drama started like I've seen yeah like I've been watching a ton of this stuff and everything but like what made it start like what was the starting tipping off point with that Okay, if I can, like, 
because it goes like back to and I've like I've TikTok spiraled sometimes but probably not even all of it but basically it goes all the way back to Justin Bieber and Selena Gomez were an item yes like they dated yeah and then they broke up and then Justin and Haley were together but everybody all the Selena fans like claimed that Haley like took Justin away from Selena basically yeah which, as far as I'm, I know, like I don't think that's how it happened. But like her, right. her fans are just like fans are. She's got an insanely yeah. loyal, crazy fan base, and they just like have collectively decided that they hate Haley Bieber. Yeah. <laughs> so I actually felt really bad for Haley Bieber earlier this year when she went on the Caller Daddy podcast, and she was basically just saying, you know, um, that like her and Selena like barely know each other. She did not you know take Justin away like how she's been treated by the fan base is like really unfair she's not saying it like this she's saying it like in yeah. a more emotional way of just like the lengths that they go to to show loyalty to somebody that they love um yeah. at the expense of like destroying trying to destroy somebody else just like isn't fair so I was like totally not team Haley because there was no reason to be team at that point but I was like oh man like yeah how she's been treated isn't fair well, then there's been a couple times where fans have felt like Haley's mean girl Selena by doing things on social media. Like Selena will post something and then it'll be like something very similar, but in a way of like making fun of her. But then she claims it's not. Yeah. So there was this TikTok video where Selena like messed up her eyebrows or whatever. Like she was like laminating her eyebrows and they looked all crazy. And so she posted like, oh, my God, I over laminated my eyebrows or something. And then that same day, um, Kylie Jenner and Hailey Bieber were FaceTiming and they took a screenshot and they of like the just their eyebrow. And they were like, that was a mistake, question mark. And then there was another one and I forgot what it said. So then all the fans were like, oh, my God, these are mean girls, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And so there's been this whole debate on TikTok and social media of who the mean girl is. Like, is the mean girl Selena or is it Hailey? And Kylie and Kylie's kind of just like involved in this a little bit, although she did kind of mean girl, I suppose. Um, but I think the majority of people think that Haley is the mean girl. Yes. And I would lean towards saying that. Yes. But Courtney actually DM'd me, and I have not looked into this yet, but if I need another thing to spiral on it, I will. Um, she said there's some Reddit posts about Selena being the mean girl and things she's done. So I don't know, maybe just a lot of mean girls. I'm not sure, but I'm, re- I'm sure they are real glad that the people are not talking about that anymore yeah. and that people are talking <laughs> about Vanderpump rules. But... Uh, yeah, no, we have definitely dropped off the Haley Selena train and been fully on the Vanderpump train this last <laughs> four or five days for sure. Exactly. Did you see Pete Davidson has a new girlfriend and they like crash? I don't know how long he's had this girlfriend. I just found out about it this week because I saw he crashed into some house after they got back from Hawaii today. Yes. So I know they've been together a while, like at least a couple months now. A couple then, months? Yeah, it's been a while. Cause I they, thought he like, was like making out a couple months ago with uh Emily Rez. He gets around. That guy gets around. We um so I remember like there was speculation that they were together because they were like spotted at basketball games together and things like that. And then they finally got caught like kissing or holding hands or something. And it was like, okay, they're together. Uh And then, yeah, I saw that they were in Hawaii last weekend. I think it was. 
And then this morning woke up and on TMZ, it was like Pete Davidson crashed his car into a house while driving home from the airport or something. Yeah. I'm like, what the heck? I know, but he didn't get arrested or anything. So no, hopefully there was no drugs and alcohol. I feel like he would have gotten arrested, Um, but that's kind of crazy. Speaking yeah. of crazy, did you see that video Britney Spears posted this weekend that looked like she had bullet holes in her fridge? It was, well, I'm like, for I don't know. Obviously, I don't know if that was her house, but I mean, it seemed so chaotic that it wouldn't surprise me, but it literally looked like there was like two or three bullet holes in the fridge. A little concerning. Her, oh, her video, it's just getting worse again, Steph. It's like, what did we do? <laughs> I know. It's like, we, you know, and that's what social media will do too, is they'll like create this like, you know, group of people that just want to like free this, make this right, <laughs> make that wrong, whatever. And so we freed Brittany, which I do agree with. I don't yes. think that she should still be under a conservatorship. Um, I think and that I think was extreme. But I do think she needs help. Absolutely. And I still have like so many questions about her husband. Like who in their right mind, like if Jordan were Britney and acted the way that Britney Spears acted and like posted things on social media, like Britney Spears posted, I like, I'm, I don't think I would stick around. Like, I think I'd be like, I'm out. Like if you're not going to get yourself help and like, I'm out, you know? Yeah. Um, Or like, or may, and not even that, but like, you're just like, why aren't you like advocating for her to get help? Like, or right. I don't know. It's, it's bizarre. Uh, the Brittany. It's yeah. So there's always so much. Questions. I feel like we could talk about her every week. Cause there's like something every week with her. But, yeah. um, and before we move on, I just have to say last night I put up a poll, you guys talking about love is blind coming back. And I asked if people were going to watch if they weren't into it or, I added a third option just for Stephanie with asking her to commit that she will watch the new season of Love is Blind. And you guys, she clicked on it. So we all need to hold her to it. Come next Saturday or next Friday when the new season comes out on March 24th, Stephanie, it'll be like, they only drop like two, three episodes at a time. Okay, you have to remind me. You have to text me Friday or Saturday and be like, watch it. All you need, all I need for you to do is just give it a chance. And I don't know if they'll ever be as good as like the first couple seasons, but they're still so good. And I just need you to please do it. You said it. I have have it. Remind me though. Okay, fine. Done. (laughs) All right. You ready for some bed, wet, dead? All right. We had to do a Vanderpump rules edition. And, um, I think this was a little tougher stuff because she's so new to the VPR (laughs) family. But um, she like messaged me. She's like, I felt like we have to do this for Bedwed Dead this week. She's like, who should we put with Tom Sandoval and Tom Schwartz? And I was like thinking about it. And at first, like I immediately wanted to say like James Kennedy. And then I was like, no, it has to be Jack. So I was like, because if there's one man in the Vanderpump family that has like ruined so many people's lives, <laughs> like the other Toms, then it is Jack's. And I know you haven't been able to experience all of that yet because you only know him from season one with Stassi. But so I think you're going strictly off of the little knowledge you have and looks, I guess. <laughs> yes, definitely. Definitely looks. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to bed with Jax just based off of looks alone. Um. Okay. So this was really, 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 really hard because like these answers could have been very different. Probably um, 
a couple of weeks ago even but um like when you just ha- like all three of these guys are just so awful I'm going to bed with Jax too which is like painful to say but <laughs> especially knowing what you know yes um <laughs> but I'm just I'm just gonna go with it and say Jax um I can't go to bed with Sandoval because rumor has it he um struggles in that department and <laughs> and also he's an absolute asshole and a cheater and deserves to die. So oh, and I said I said Sandoval, I meant Schwartz. I'm sorry. Oh, I was Schwartz like, we're definitely struggle. and but yeah, no, we'll 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 get there. Anyways, who are you wedding? I am gonna wed Tom Schwartz. And this is like when we get a bed wed dead like this, it's so hard because it's like we already know who's dying, like no questions asked. But like to some extent you're just like ooh, i have to like marry one of these two like probably go to bed with either of them but yeah. you have to marry one and so i just felt like because i absolutely knew who was dying and i picked the hotter one to go to bed with i'm just gonna marry tom <laughs> schwartz like that's not a very good answer i feel but... like tom schwartz is just like i mean it's like man, i gotta live my life with this guy but I feel like he's easy for me to just like easier for me to just like deal with and he'll be like annoying and stuff, but at least he won't be like as awful as Jackson Sandoval, I guess. I don't know. Like I said, this was like extremely difficult. So clearly we're both killing Sandoval. Oh yeah. And like, twice. Um, like we're going to kill him twice each. <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah. This was just freaking hard. I don't know. I hate all my answers, but. We but need to like redo, maybe not with these three but like after I fully catch up on Vanderpump rules and have more information on why I like certain people like we should pick like three of the girls or something and do like a Vanderpump rules 2.0 yeah I'd have to I'd want to go with like OG like I'd want to do like Stassi probably Stassi Katie and uh Kristen but That'd there's so many, so many, but then you could do like newer ones with like Ariana and Sheena and Raquel. And there's just like so much to do. Everybody would. Maybe we're going to need to do multiple versions. Of yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll now be doing weekly VPR updates as Stephanie <laughs> makes her way through all of the seasons of Vanderpump Rules. <laughs> Love that show. All right, let's hit it. Flavor of the week. All right, Steph, what's your flavor of the week? My flavor of the week is a probably this is going to be like a big claim to fame, but probably my favorite product I've discovered in 2023 so far. And that's the Isle of Paradise self tanning bronzing drops. Yes. Um, They're so good. You told me that you've used them too. I, have. I yes. feel like I'm so late to the this game. Like so many people use and love it. Um, they're $32 at Sephora and I got the medium shade and basically I've only used it on my face. I have not used it anywhere on my body yet. Um, but I basically just get like a pretty decent amount of moisturizer in my hands. So I have enough to like rub everywhere on my face and neck. And then I'll put on the bottle. It says you can use anywhere from one to 12 drops. I use four. That's been my sweet spot. I feel like maybe if it were summertime, I might try a couple more but I don't want to look like I just got home from the Bahamas yeah. right now like in March um so four is my sweet spot you mix it really good you put it all over your face so like up to your hairline because you don't want your hairline to like look white like near your ears down your neck 
on your eyelids. Like you do not want to like miss anything because it does give you a good amount of color and then wash your hands right away or your hands will be like orange, ugly Donald Trump pants. Nobody likes that. Not cute. Nobody wants a Donald Trump pants. Um, no, but it gives like a really good amount of color. That's not like orange fake. And it's not overboard either. It's just clear color. Like I always wear makeup and I woke up this morning, like, cause I did the drops last night. I was like, I feel like I don't have to wear makeup to work today. Like not, it just gives like such yeah. a good color that makes me feel like alive that like, I feel like I could get away without makeup, okay. which I never do. Yeah. So I absolutely love it. Do you feel I, like I, you have to get new makeup though? Um, no, so far. No, I've, the makeup I've used is still working because okay. it's not like it's not like bronze like you're not like all of a sudden brown it just gives like it almost gives like the look that I'm wearing makeup like you know like when you wear your makeup like a shade darker yeah. or like a half a shade darker than what you are um like it gives like that look like I absolutely love it I've been using it like twice a week and someone told me like, oh, you should use it on your body. I'm super scared. I actually bought like the, they also sell like the spray bottle one. That's mm -hmm. like a mister. And I bought that for my body, but I haven't done it yet. Cause I'm scared. Like I've watched TikTok videos and it's like stand in your shower and do yeah. it. And then you have to have somebody do your back. And so I'm like, it's going to be an ordeal. Jordan's going to have to get involved. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, But I absolutely love it. I think it's a really, really, really good product and well worth well worth the price. Um, and that little bottle is going to last forever. I was just going to say it is pricey at like, what is it like 30 bucks or something? Like 32 bucks. Yeah. But it does last a long, long time. It's so good. What is your flavor of the week? So my flavor of the week is basically my go-to Starbucks order for over a year now. I ordered it on Saturday when you and I went to Starbucks and you heard it and you were like, Ooh, I want that. And you loved it and suggested that I make it my flavor of the week this week. So I'm going to tell you guys how to order it here, but then I'll make like a graphic on Instagram so you guys can screenshot it and save it so you know how to order it. But basically I always get, depending on how much caffeine I want, I either get a triple or a quad shot blonde espresso. Note that not all targets and grocery stores have blonde espresso. So when that's the case, I just get regular but I do love it with blonde espresso. I asked for an Aventi cup, add two pumps of pistachio right now. However, pistachio is seasonal. So when I don't do pistachio, I do two pumps of white mocha or sugar-free cinnamon dulce or brown sugar. I do like any of the other flavors and then add salted caramel cold foam. I don't add any other cream or any other type of dairy and it's just the best. And I tried it. We were in the Starbucks drive-thru on Saturday and she placed her order. And I was still like, uh, because I like don't go to Starbucks that often. I'm like not knowing what I want to order. And I'm like, I'm just going to get exactly what you got. <laughs> so she ordered mine and I'm like, this is so freaking good. And good I was one. dying because I ended up posting like a picture of the drink, like with the order on it. And I had a couple people message me, like somebody messaged me and was like, what's patch sauce? Uh -huh. like that's what it looks like it says for the sauce on the the cup uh -huh. and then someone else dm'd me like this hilarious story she was like um I was you know in the starbucks drive-thru I, I took a screenshot of your picture and I started ordering it <clears throat> to the barista or whatever and I got to the patch sauce part and the barista was like what is patch sauce and she was like 
I don't know, like this girl on Instagram, like ordered it. Like, I know you have patch sauce because she just got it today. And the girl and the barista was like, just come up to the front. Like you can show me a picture and, and we'll help you. And so she got to the front and the barista was like, that's pistachios. <laughs> I was dying. I had to Hold on. I have my that. Starbucks cup from this. Oh no, I forgot. So they were out of pistachio at the oh, store I went rude. to today. So I forgot. I didn't have pistachio, but that's what it's. So is it, does it say patch or does it say like P-I? I think it's like P-T-C-H or something. Oh, okay. So I think your mind just goes to patch. Yeah. Um, so but fun. I was I laughing love that so she, like, hard. ordered it that way. And they oh, were yeah. like, we don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. It was so good. But yeah, that is, that is a yummy, yummy drink. Yeah. I it's like when there's not, because I always have the seasonal drinks I like, but then I switch it up between and then whenever there's not a seasonal drink that I'm into this is like my go-to I just switch out what type of like syrup or sauce I get pumped in there and then there's actually though when I do like white mocha there's like certain sauces I only do one pump because they're like sweet so it just depends on like the sweetness like what kind of sweetness you're into and because some of the syrups and syrups I can't talk some of the (laughs) syrups in like sauces like some are way sweeter than others so right to me I don't need as much as some as others but it's that salted caramel cold foam can't get enough oh my god it literally is so good (laughs) so good dreaming about Um, it do you have a quote for us to end this week I do I really like this one too and it's a good thing to remember when you're around certain people is that your body will naturally feel calm around the right people trust it so if you are not feeling calm around a friend, some a relationship you're in, a family member, like there's your body is usually like telling you something. So around the right people, you will feel calm. Trust your instinct. Trust what your body is trying to tell you. Keep that quote in mind. And that credit goes to synchronistic on Instagram. I never know. Like sometimes when we give like accounts credit, like I'm like, did they really write that? Quote, I think or... if they usually, I mean, I, if they don't put in the caption who they're crediting, then. Then assume they wrote that's it. That's where we have to just give the credit and wherever we find it. That makes sense. But anyways, thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you have a moment, go give us that rate review and don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Wine Over Matter Pod and join our private Facebook group. Just search Club Wine Over Matter. If you love what you heard, share this week's episode on your socials and don't forget to tag us. We'll be waiting for next Wine Wednesday with a glass in hand. Cheers! Cheers.